0: join me for the next wisdom teaching circle meeting birth trauma and how to move forward with women honoring and feeling past birth or medical trauma is essential in subsequent pregnancies we will explore this topic from the angle of pregnant women and also the birth worker who supports her the date friday march 15th 2024 at 5 p.m. Eastern. You can enroll now at IndieBirth.org forward slash circle. My name is Marin Green. I walk the path of sacred midwife, mother, and spiritual gangster. My role is a keeper of wisdom of the ancient ways of being. I trust Source as my ultimate guide. There is nothing more radical than feeling and listening to your own soul. On this podcast, you'll hear about my real life as a mother to 10, a sacred birth worker, a priestess, and a creator of the new earth. I see my life purpose in my children, in leading the sovereign and radical birth community of indie birth, and in embodied learning and living. Join me in the remembering of who you really are you are powerful welcome to the podcast going to be talking about the postpartum time again <laughs> there's so many podcasts on the postpartum but it really is a time that i feel so passionate about i'm talking kind of quietly today because it's been a really big weekend We hosted, or I hosted, the Mothering the Mother retreat here on Oahu. And I'm whispering because Rumi is asleep very nearby. It was tough on him, of course, having me occupied for two days, about seven hours each day. He was kept busy and away, but of course, really missed me. So here we are recording a podcast later than expected with a sleeping toddler, sleeping boy, very nearby. I'm grateful to have found some moments to record this, though, before I forget how great, how great, how fantastic and beautiful this group of women that came was and is. (sighs) Really so inspiring. So inspiring and invigorating. It's so invigorating to teach, to offer wisdom and exchange wisdom with women that are really resonant. There's just nothing like it. There were seven, seven beautiful women from all around. And I think Kauai and Maui, two sister islands, were even represented, which was extra special just to start to weave some webs, weave the tapestry of creation between some of these beautiful islands together and see where that goes. But anyway, the group of women uh, were very, very special And this was the first time I offered this retreat. So it was as new to me in some ways as it was for them. And I just feel so blessed that I had such great support to pull it off. Um, Teaching a brand new thing, especially something that is long like this, is a little bit stressful. Uh, Even if you know your stuff, I felt pretty confident about the material and what I'm here to share. I'm really just being me. That's what happens when I offer things or teach. It's just me sharing my experience. But of course, right, there's this container and there are times and there is a schedule so that you can fit it all in and really make sure that people leave feeling amazing. That is my goal. And I think it was reached. I think these women left feeling on top of the world and inspired and ready to offer different facets, at least, of postpartum care, which, of course, was the goal to actually get hands on skills and leave feeling like I can do this. You know, even if I don't offer every postpartum offering, I am ready, I can cook for people. Or I could offer ceremony and ritual, or I could offer house support, or I could offer great education during the pregnancy about how awesome and intense the postpartum time can be. I can help someone plan. That really feels good. It really feels good to know that there are women now, a small handful, but women that will go out into their communities and make a difference and not just make any old difference, of course, but be paving the way for a new system, a place and a time where women and their bodies and their spirits and their souls and their babies and their families are all supported and held after birth. We agreed, uh, the group of us, in conversation this weekend that we're not collectively there. We're not. Which is why a workshop like this can also feel so big and so overwhelming. And it can be hard. It can be hard to start because there's not many clear paths already paved. I think the women that came realize, again, how special they are and how special this time together was. I don't think I've ever had the opportunity to share so much about postpartum in one space at one time and again it all flowed really beautifully Um, I'm pretty flexible with how things are gonna turn out Um, I had you know solid ideas of exercises I thought maybe we would do but there were some things that I kind of came up with spur of the moment that felt really right for this group And of course, the cooking together, I had never offered that at a retreat. And I think going forward, I think no matter what the subject matter is, I think women should cook together. That's what I think. It was really just beautiful. And, you know, you get to know people better when you're like, here, cut this onion or here, slice this bread or, you know, other women are offering to do this or that or load the dishwasher. You become immediate friends. And I really, really loved that I at least felt, and I think these women did too, that there wasn't like this weird hierarchy. Um, I know I have a lot to offer and I did, but these women also had stories and skills to share and it really felt like we were sisters. It didn't feel like I'm the teacher and here are the students, the cooking. I really think it came back to cooking and um, doing some somatic practices together. I'm always on board for that. And the more I learn, the more I experience in my own body, I feel deeply that it's so necessary in this work. It's so necessary to pay attention to our own nervous systems because we were talking about really intense stuff. Again, um, the grief of the postpartum for one, the lack of support, the identity shattering of most mamas after they have a baby, and things like attachment, attachment traumas, and what we all come in with to this work. We've all had our own births, even as babies. We've all had the experience of a newborn. So there were lots of really poignant and beautiful moments where We all felt, we all felt it. We felt our own sadness, our own brokenness, and we're able to still connect with each other. And that's so special. And really, I haven't experienced that to this depth. I know that it is the somatic experiences that uh, we shared. I really think that was an amazing difference in this retreat, this workshop, whatever you want to call it from others uh, just because I hadn't ever intertwined that. So I feel really good about that. And I really am so grateful that the women that came were so willing to share your heart, to expose yourself, to share your nervous system in this way is really intimate. So I really, really, really honor the group of them for sharing what they did. Ceremony and ritual was another really beautiful part. And again, I feel so happy with the balance. I feel like we had a really great balance of interactive activity and, you know, sitting and watching a presentation or a video. And the ritual and ceremony is just so special. Everybody participated in their own way and I'm sure felt it in different ways. Uh, We did a baby blessing, we did a closing of the bones. We did an herb bath blessing and each of those activities really felt so special, even though they were mock rituals in a sense, Uh, they weren't being offered to a pregnant woman or a postpartum woman, but we kind of tweaked them so that they were being offered to the group. They were almost like rituals and intentions for this group of women that came One really cool and wacky thing that happened was an earthquake. For real, I don't think I've ever felt an earthquake. It was, I think, a decent one. I think it was uh, decent on the good old, what is it, the Richter scale. I think it was a 5.7 here. And it happened, of course, serendipitously and synchronistically right as we were sharing our intentions. So it was like 10 o'clock in the morning here. We had just, you know, done introductions, and we were sharing intentions. And I wish I could remember exactly what I was saying, because I was speaking about, I think just Mother Earth, honestly, I think I was saying thank you to the land here, or something like that, when the entire house shook, And we all kind of froze for a couple seconds and all were looking around at each other. So that was um, really special. I'm not even quite sure of all the meaning there, but I know that it was meant to happen. And I think it was very special that it did at the time that it did and probably shaped our weekend for sure in a really intimate way that maybe it wouldn't have had there been no earthquake. So thank you, Mother Earth. Um, thank you, spirits and ancestors and guardians of the land here on Oahu for always protecting us, for always uh, keeping us safe and offering abundance. It was, again, truly a beautiful weekend. And stay tuned if that's um, interesting to you. I'm sure I will be offering this again. It was my favorite. It was fun to teach, you know, all of the things that I've said. So stay tuned may happen again here on Oahu. Or maybe it'll happen somewhere else. You know, if you live somewhere. Um, well, I guess it would have to be close by. I'm not in for major travel. After this Spain trip, I'll be honest. But maybe Maui, maybe another one of the Hawaiian sister islands will host me and I'll show up there and offer this beautiful workshop. I would love, love, love to do it again. So stay tuned. Okay, because it really has been a busy weekend, because Rumi is resting here, I am just going to share 10 guiding principles that I think shape postpartum care in this sacred way. I shared these 10 principles at the retreat. So I thought I'd share them here and I might elaborate a little on each of them. As we go, let's see. First, I must bring them up here on the good old computer. Yeah, I may elaborate a little, but I think some of them are complete probably already. So we'll see. So the 10 guiding principles. And again, the retreat was structured around these 10 principles. And I decided to begin with these because I never know who is coming to these retreats. I never assume that people already know me or my work or anything at all. So it was helpful for me to even determine what are the guiding principles? What structures and shapes the care that I would offer and the care that I teach? All right, the first one. The portal from birth is still open and the transformation of woman is not complete. Yeah, I'm probably going to end up talking more than I want to here, but it's so beautiful. The portal is still open and the transformation of the woman is not complete. So that's the energy in part. There is a completeness to the birth energy for sure. The baby is born, the placenta is born, and it feels like that's enough for the moment. And it is in those moments. And it's enough in that first hour after birth. And it's enough often in that first day after birth. And then my experience has been slowly that it starts to unravel, that the completeness isn't quite complete in some specific ways. The birth is complete, but the woman is not. She is not less than whole. She is perfectly whole and wonderful in her postpartum self. But there is a piece or pieces of her that will return in different form. Second guiding principle The postpartum is its own initiation into self and mother. Again, birth is often seen as the pinnacle experience. And I don't debate that. I think that's true for many reasons and in the way that it can feel for many of us. It does feel like we just scaled a mountain and we made it to the other side. So birth is surely an initiation. But the postpartum, I think has been forgotten, has been forgotten in our culture for a while now, that we are entering a new phase. And even if we've been mother before, it does not matter. Even if we feel really self-assured and really secure in our identity, it doesn't matter. The postpartum is its own initiation into self and mother for whatever time. Third, guiding principle. Each woman is unique in her experience based on her pregnancy, birth, history, and family. However, there are common needs of the body during this time to learn about all of the needs and more about all of this for sure. I'm not sure when I will be offering another in-person retreat. However, our Mothering the Mother course is available and it has been. That's an online course, so much information uh, and these guiding principles are certainly addressed and covered in that online course. So I'll include actually a discount code for that course in the show notes. And you're welcome to use it for the mothering the mother online course. But I'm not going to teach that whole course here. Of course, it's uh, too much. And I must love the word course, right? I've said it like a 100 times. Anyway, uh, the common needs of the body of the body during this time, we are in human bodies. And so even if someone has a physical experience that is totally unique because that's true of birth. All physical forms of mother, of woman in the postpartum time, need similar things. Doesn't mean we don't also need different things. But nutritionally, we know what is best. Cultures all around the world have known for a long time that there are certain foods and ways they are prepared and served that are crucial for the woman to heal and to thrive. Fourth guiding principle. Postpartum time is not just to, quote unquote, rest and recover. This time solidifies her health during later years in life and provides the attachment needs for the baby to thrive. I love this one because I think even in crunchy sort of circles or home birth. We're not quite there with the depth of what this time can mean and the care with how to support it. I think, again, even in home birth, uh, midwifery, we don't really address so many of these things. And it's like, you have to rest. You have to rest. You have to recover after birth. I kind of learned it that way. Honestly, when I was a student midwife, I didn't learn any of this stuff that I shared in the retreat or we share in the course or that's out there in other forms, I did not learn it because, I don't know, it just wasn't being passed down in my lineage of midwives. But I was taught that it is a time to rest and recover and I am grateful for that because that's true. There's just so much more to it. I had no idea back then that our health in our later years of life Uh, particularly around menopause, really depend on the way we take care of ourselves after birth. Many women don't know that. The other half, of course, is the baby. And it's not just for a baby to rest or to learn how to nurse or any of those things. Um, Really the postpartum time and the way ideally it's structured and supported, allows the baby to fully experience a secure attachment to his mother because that is needed to have a well-balanced nervous system and hopefully a beautiful life. And again, I don't think that's coming through in your average postpartum education. Number five, Most cultures respected the time after birth and understood the needs of mother baby. The entire community was set up to help and honor her. So I recommended to the women that attended this weekend to have fun Googling and finding books and resources and maybe talking to people around how other cultures around the world have set up postpartum care. Again, the... Foundational beliefs being similar, that the mother needs to probably be in some type of seclusion because she's not supposed to get back to life. She's not supposed to care for children or do anything other than care for herself. The entire community, again, in different cultures and different places was set up to serve her. And again, that looks different in different places, but that's the bottom line taking care of her until she was able to do that for herself, whether it was by a mother's help or, you know, just other women in the village or the midwife or all of those things. So we have really forgotten. And that's something we really keyed in on this weekend is that this is not new knowledge. This is a remembering. We are all remembering the wisdom that's deep inside And in this sharing and reflection and re-education, we're also, um, you know, connecting with it in that way. Number six, there are opportunities for ritual, ceremony, celebration, mourning, and grief during the postpartum time. We talked a lot about these things. So again, can't really sum it up here, but it's a vast time. (laughs) It's a vast time after birth, because it really does last a lifetime, the lifetime of the mother, at least. There is plenty of time for celebration in all the ways. Celebration of the mother, of what her body and spirit and soul accomplished. A celebration of the baby for arriving Earthside safely, for making that transition to life. And there are plenty of opportunities for all of the feelings. Even in happy birth scenarios, we still have grief. We may still have a mourning of self, a mourning of the pregnancy, for example. So in other words, the postpartum time isn't one-dimensional. It is really full of all kinds of emotions and feelings and thoughts, and they're all welcome. Number, let's see, what are we on? Seven the timeline of healing and completion, and that's in quotes, varies from weeks to months to years to a lifetime. Life is never truly the same again. The timeline was something we talked a lot about. We have this amorphous timeline in a sense because postpartum healing and adaptation is so unique. So it literally varies. One woman six weeks, she really feels maybe complete. Other women, it's years. And we don't make an assumption. We are there if we're supporting a woman through this time, we are there to see, to see how it goes, to see where we can offer support, to see where balance is happening, and maybe where balance isn't happening without judgment. But again, completion is not really the goal, <laughs> other than feeling um, like you're ready to engage in life, of course. That's a great thing when you do feel like that after having a baby. But it is not to be rushed. There is no artificial timeline. And when we're caring for women in this way, we, of course, don't project that there's any specific deadlines other than, of course, you know, we want our bodies to a function normally, again, in the ways that they're supposed to, right? Like there are ways that we're looking for things to um, feel different or maybe better. But we don't put this artificial timeline of, you know, getting your body back, for example, on the woman. We also talked about timeline a lot in this workshop, because in offering postpartum care, it is important to have an idea of some generalities around how that flows. So again, our Mothering the Mother course is really great for some of these details, especially if you are wanting to offer postpartum care. It really is something you need to know. You know what happens at 24 hours for the mom and the baby. And not only what happens for them, but then how do I respond if I'm the postpartum doula? What's the best use of my energy at this at these various check-in points? Along the postpartum timeline. That's something really important. Number eight, the baby has his own initiation as a soul in a human body. There are many adaptations in all of the realms that he will make. This is one of my favorite topics. And I already talked about spirit babies on a call last weekend. Many of you were there. Uh, so we talked more in depth this weekend about soul coming to earth and all the possibilities there because they really are endless. Where the soul comes from, what their contract may be, who their soul family is. There's so many fun things to talk about when we consider the role of this soul coming through to the earth in a newborn body. So we definitely spent time on that. And really, uh, I encourage patience and respect when dealing with newborns, as a postpartum doula, as a mother, as a midwife, really remembering that they are transforming in their own ways. And even just really physically, there are huge adaptations they need to make, right? Like if they can't figure out how to breathe here, uh, they can't survive here. So having respect for the initiation that that soul is making in this human body. Which may or may not be new to them. Who knows? Number nine, the family unit also undergoes transformation. The roles shift and change, and everyone experiences this in their own way. So we talked about this in our uh, workshop this weekend because postpartum doulas can, and and I don't want to say should, but can offer care in a sense to the entire family unit because they're connected to the woman and the baby. So in some ways, it's silly to think you wouldn't. There's probably a partner. There may be other children. There might be pets. Everybody is going to have their roles shift a bit with the incoming soul. That's just the way it looks. And some families have a greater transition to make, maybe a harder one. Some families don't, but as a postpartum doula, as anyone that is observing and witnessing, it is the family. It truly is the family. And so, again, as a postpartum doula, we can support that in various ways, even before the baby is born. Last but not least, the ancient role of women, sisters, support has been mostly forgotten, as has the knowledge the woman and family need to thrive. So again, here's where we are remembering. We are remembering the knowledge. We are remembering the wisdom of our whoever, our ancestors, um, the ancestors of the land, the great, great, great grandmothers, right? We know what we need after birth. It just unfortunately isn't really compatible with what we call modern day life. So here we are remembering and then having to re-educate and restructure and reteach and all of these things. Because again, modern life has made it very difficult to embrace this transformation for logistical reasons, for highly spiritual, spiritual reasons. The other part of this forgetfulness does include the sister support. It does. Um, again, it was not a thought, I'm sure. Many moons ago, when a woman had a baby, women came to serve her. This is just how it was. I know it. I know it in my bones. And even if the women weren't there for the birth, for whatever reason, I know they were there to take care of her. Because I feel like we wouldn't even be here in some ways, if um, the way we're caring for women right now, had been going on for generations, I feel like we'd be even more broken and more lost than we are right now, if it had been, um, you know, not as long that women have forgotten. So um, the role of postpartum doula, or sacred keeper of this postpartum knowledge, or whatever you want to call it, um, sister, that role is being redreamed by many of us, by many of you. And again, it's not that it's new, but it is new in ways that um, it should be because we're not centuries ago. And we do hopefully have more resources and all kinds of things, even the internet, that really help us connect and can help us again remember where we came from. So, this ancient role is important hence teaching this workshop and teaching the online version because more women out there that are willing, ready, and able to provide this type of postpartum support really can contribute to changing the world. A supported mother is a supported wife, is a supported friend, and is a supported woman in her life. So we have a lot to gain a lot to gain by offering this to our communities. Whether or not they'll accept is definitely something that came up during this retreat. Uh, There is, again, this disconnect culturally, and, and in many places around the world, where many, many people have forgotten what we need after birth. And so it is a bit of a challenge. You know, if you're looking to Be a postpartum doula. Um, Learning this stuff is great. It's fun. It's easy. It's intuitive. But learning to educate and offer is the next hurdle for most of us, for all of us. Again, because people have forgotten. So it's a little bit tricky, right, to convince people in a sense that this is what they need when they don't know what they don't know. So we have to really back up with the information we're sharing. And I don't know. I don't have the magical answer as I shared during this retreat. Um, I don't have the magical way to suddenly make every woman that's having a baby understand how important this care is. I don't think it's going to happen like that, but I do think it's happening little by little. And maybe in our lifetimes, maybe not. Hopefully, many of us will get to see this shift where mothers become revered and honored for birthing and for raising children. That's how it should be. It's hard work, it's hard work, and it's holy work. And it deserves all of the love and support, of course. All right, folks, that's it for me here. Keeping it short, I will link in the show notes to our Mothering the Mother online course. You can join anytime. However, the discount we are offering is for the next week only. So this discount will expire on February 18th, 2024. You have until then to use the discount code and we'd love to see you in the course and on our weekly doula calls, which is a really cool perk of getting to take this Mothering the Mother course. You get to hang out weekly, if you'd like, with our regular Indie Birth Doula students. Have a beautiful week, and we'll see you next <laughs>